Meatballs and Dreams, Episode 7. Matt, we say gravy here. Mike of Bandera's Market. We have a special guest today, Mr. Philip Frateroli. Phil, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Philip Frateroli. I'm the, uh, the owner of Tacali Pizzeria, a recent, champ, uh, recent winner in the bracket, uh, as long, along with Lucia's in the North End and in Winchester. And uh, I'm a member of the undefeated Frateroli uh, family in the, in the tournament this year. Undefeated. Undefeated. He has been plus wow. in competition. I like that. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think of the tournament so far? Like, what were your first thoughts when you when you had seen it for the first time? Well, I, I remember. Um, I think I was on the Cape during the um, the the now famous uh, incident with the airplane. So I think that's how I heard about you guys the first time, and I. Uh, oh yeah. Kind of was following along on that. Was a little upset that we were left out of the pizza tournament at Tukali, but you know, still getting chirped on that one. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yep. nobody's perfect. I mean, the, the the tournament committee knows what they're doing. They uh they put some Frateroli uh, civil wars in to get the ratings up in this tournament, and then they knew what they were doing on that one. So, uh, but you know, it's all good fun. You know, we um here in the North End, we we. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a rough year for restaurants, so it's good to kind of have something to fool around 100%. with each other. A lot of like kind of the second generation uh, restaurant owners are all tweet uh, texting each other about this and talking shit. So it's been fun, you know. Especially during the pandemic, every decision we've made has been kind of life or death. Whether we're going to invest in you know yeah. the patios or this or that, or you know trying to hire right now is the problem that we're going through. Um, but so this is just kind of a little bit of nonsense that everybody's enjoying. Yeah. And like, so, so like you talk about that, I don't know if you can answer, but like, what do you think was uh, one of the couple, like what was the toughest decision you had to make during the pandemic or one of them? Uh, just like a lot of pivoting and, you know, especially early on, uh, the decision to stay open, um, to do takeout. We didn't know how we were going to do with that in, in the North end, I'd say probably, it was a bad decision to stay open because um, there's only a few thousand people who live in the North End. There's a hundred restaurants. All of them do Italian food. I don't think anybody's eating chicken parm five nights a week by takeout. So, you know, it was, it was I might hard. if you had to. I know. It, it might not be a good decision. There's, there's definitely a few people down there that might be. Yeah, but like Lucia's in Winchester, we did great with takeout. And, and we have a place in Eastie that did great with takeout. But like, you know, here it just it was a little bit hard because of the situation. The North End really relies on tourists and they rely on people coming into the city and, and people going to games to the garden and all that stuff, really. Um, so without that, you know, North End really suffered. Um, so that was one decision, you know we made the decision to really invest in like our outdoor seating mm -hmm. um, even last year. And it was kind of a, a, a jump off a cliff because we didn't know if we were going to be able to use it for, you know, the entire year or years down the road. A lot of people rented stuff and you know, that turned out to be really expensive. Um, and now they bought it for this year. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. But I think, um, you know, we made a lot of decisions just to, Whenever we made a decision to that was the harder thing, like opening for takeout or, yeah. um, you know, investing in like our website and stuff like that, it was the, the right decision. And you know, luckily we're still here. A lot, most of the restaurants, the vast majority, are still here in the North End, uh, and that's a great thing, you know, because um, now now we're finally in the uh, the clear. It seems like finally in the clear this weekend. Finally, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Mike, I, Mike, I got a ton of questions, but I don't know. I don't want to jump on your toes. Um, I mean, how do you guys know each other? It seems like you guys got a little history. So well, my father, yeah, he was a liquor salesman in the North End for over 35 years. Yeah. And he called on a lot of the uh, Frateroli establishments down there. And I've known Donato and Gianni um, probably the closest, but I'm sure me and um, Philip have uh, crossed paths a few times. We used to uh, be a part of the Taste of the North End, and we used to run around with those guys a ton. So yeah, um, spent a lot of time and, and you know, obviously still do down in the North End. So those guys obviously uh, you know, are a big presence down there. So um, had a lot of fun over the years with definitely Donato and, and Gianni. But um, you know, obviously the – Zucali and and um, all their all their restaurants are, are spots that I hit. So, in, in in Philly, you talked about it like so. A lot of your customers are mostly tourists, right? Or you know, the majority in the North End, you would say, right? I'd say they're coming into the North End. You know, a lot of people from out of town, even from like the suburbs and stuff. Uh, you know, Lucia is open in nineteen seventy seven, so we have people who you know been married for. 40 years and came in on their first date, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So um, it's, it's, I'd say most of the people are coming from outside of, you know, of the North end. Yeah. But my dad, you know, he was, um, he, when he opened in 1976, he was like the first guy born in Italy to open a restaurant on the North end in probably like two generations. So it was always known as a place where like the Italian people went to eat. And that's something we really pride ourselves on still being the case, um, you know, people who know the good stuff come, come to Lucia's for sure. Um, do, do you think like you noticed any difference between like before the pandemic? And I know, you know, because you seem like a spreadsheet guy in, in the analytics. So like, what, did you notice like the food being ordered? Cause it was probably more locals in the North end, obviously ordering takeout. Like you said, there's only however many thousand people yeah. did, were your top three food transactions, like, or the dishes, were they different than, pre-pandemic and what most like tourists and stuff mixed with locals would order? Um, no, I mean, I haven't, like, we've been trying to change in, like, especially during, like, the shutdown and stuff. We weren't doing a lot of, like, specials and stuff, but, like, kind of the favorites, like the chicken parms and the, the lasagnas and kind of that comfort Italian food is um, is something that people order order take out a lot. And, um, and, you know, it's always been popular for us with the the outdoor seating and being outside, you don't, you don't get a lasagna as much as you would in the, you know, the dog days of the winter. But, um, yeah, but I don't know if the, you know, the pandemic had a hundred percent to do with it, but just what people makes them comfortable. And now, now that we're back outside, we can do a lot of different specials and we're kind of playing around with some different stuff that now that there's a good volume. I saw the patio. It's looking good. You guys got a, a new sign up and everything at, at Lucia. Yeah, that thing's beautiful. We got it's a custom made uh, marquee sign that we ordered a couple months back and finally arrived and it's looking great, especially at night. Yeah, you guys are crushing the neon light uh, <laughs> game. Absolutely, you got the uh, what's that? The retro Peroni North End. Yeah, I got this you guys are crush. You guys are crushing it. So back before Peroni switched over everything to blue, they were they were red, white, and green. I got this uh, Peroni North End neon hanging hanging over the patio at Ducali. I love it. Yeah, the Amazing. blue label. My father was telling me all about the blue label Peroni. Yeah. So, 
I saw you having Peronis this weekend, Mike. Or was it yesterday? I saw the you you were in the were you in the Cape planning or something like that? Yeah, we, so I was down the Cape helping my parents set up shop, uh, primarily getting the beer wine. So they just have a beer and wine license down there um, at the store. So just kind of merchandising the store, putting the pricing up, and um, getting getting some of the new stuff out in front of the the consumers. Um, but yeah, we just brought in Peroni in in the cans. They come in the six right. pack. We're, we're pretty excited about that. So uh, I'm excited you know, about that. So good, good to know. Instead of uh, you know killing each other like we're usually doing, we're uh, we were uh, cheersing Peronis for once. So it was nice. So so Phil, I I, I mean after doing and I want to do this. I and I I like it, but the craft beer scene it's like a different world. I did a craft beer tournament. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, and I don't I don't even know if you guys do or not. I don't. My opinion is I don't think any North End places do. But are you guys ever – have you ever thought about, like, getting into the craft beer on drafts and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, Ducali, we have 10 beers on, on tap. We uh, we opened in 2009, and from the beginning, like, I didn't want to do any, like, big – Yeah. We have Peroni, obviously, but we don't yeah. have, like, any, like, the Coors Lights and stuff like that. It's all craft stuff. And, and just being around the industry for, like, you know, since 2009, it's crazy how much it's changed. Like, you know, back – then it was like Sam Adams and Harpoon were like considered craft beer. Now it's like the stuff that like there's just one batch of, and you know what? After it's gone, it, it's never made again. It's like all this micro micro uh, brewery stuff. Even in Easty, we, like we don't even have dedicated lines. We have, and the chef there, Anthony, is like he's really into this beer stuff, even to a level that I'm not anymore because it's so hard to follow. But like there's beers that we'll have, and once it's gone, it never exists again. Um, and all this crazy it changed stuff. up quick. Yeah, Ducali, or you do this at Lucia's as well. Lucia, so at Lucia's we do. Um, we have a couple craft. There actually is a lot of craft beer in Italy, and some of it's expensive. Um, so we we like to pride ourselves uh, in having some of it on on. Uh, it's mostly by bottle because we don't have a uh, draft system there. And then there's this really cool brewery in Maine called Oxbow. And yep. if you, you look it up, like they have, I don't know if the guy is like Italian or what, but like pretty much half their beer is like inspired by Italy or like the Italian names. They had a, a lobster beer, beer with an Italian name on it. It's really cool stuff. So we try to keep them on just to have some Italian words on the uh, on the beer list. So no like cannoli stout or anything like that from Harpoon. Yeah, that's that's more aggressive after a plate of spaghetti, I'll tell you that. Yeah, we had the cannoli, uh, somebody did a cannoli collab that we had at Ducali before the shutdown. I remember that. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I saw it's, that one. I forget the name, the brand. Yeah, I think Mike Space did something too with with Harpoon. Was that? Harpoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a uh, it's a crazy industry, and it's you know it's um it's hard to keep keep track of all of it because it moves so fast. Uh, I, I I always wonder like if if like tourists would be into it with Italian food, but like you gotta go wine with Italian food. I don't know. I mean, craft beer. Can you imagine like a heavy ipa before a meal mostly lagers yeah it's like in the, in the style of the peronis and they do some stouts and, but i mean I, I have a lot of uh memories of i lived in italy when i was studying abroad of uh, cold peronis and it's just like you know there's nothing like it even well, though they, i think they make the stuff here uh they make it in canada it's not coming from italy anymore yeah, probably. Even like the Kona beer in Hawaii, I was all pumped. I was like, "Oh, I'm having Hawaii beer." And I realized it was made made in like Colorado. <laughs> you know, you can't. Whatever. 
Um, the matchup last time when you guys are going against each other, I forget who Ducali, who did Ducali beat? Um, R2. R2, that's right. We got, there was a little side bet going on. Was it crap being thrown at each other all 24 hours? Like, what, what was going on behind the scenes? Oh, no, it was stealthy. Because I, what I was expecting was, like, a little bit of a gentleman's split. Because yeah. um, I figured that, like, they'd let Filippo's beat Il Molo and then R2, which is, like, the, the flagship, you know, coming up against Ducali. This is a pizzeria. Like, you know, half the menu, we can't even use pictures of. Oh, I can't. It's, I'm struggling, by the way. So I need more, <laughs> need more for the best of three series. But we'll get to that. So, yeah. you know, I figured, like, we'd all kind of ride our, our, our flagships. And, and then uh, and then they took out my poor dad, who's never even been on Instagram. So I figured, you know, I couldn't let them go 2-0 on me. So we uh, we started, you know, get a little more active on this one. And, and Jenny hasn't talked to me since, but I talked to D2. <laughs> <laughs> he takes, he's he takes it serious. He absolutely takes it very serious. Well, it's one of those things where, like, there's another looming uh, civil war to get into the, the final four between Ducali and, and Il, Il Molo. So I'm sure all the guns will be uh, blazing that weekend. How are you guys feeling, though, going in and going in against Strega? Going to be going to be a good matchup? It's right. a little bit of a, uh, a grudge match, but we'll be in good shape, I think. And then my cousin Nick's uh, place, uh, Tony Elaine's. He'll he's he's getting They're good out there. Tony and Elaine's. They're looking he's, good. They he's talking a lot of shit because he says that the uh, the red checkered t- uh, tablecloths make everything look better. So he thinks he's going right to the finals. So that's yeah, giving it away. What's that? You'll be able to spot their uh, their dishes pretty easy. I know. He's got some great chefs over there. So, like, you know, everybody's looking at it. Everybody, you know, we'd like to see three Fred Rolly restaurants in the finals. Kind of oh, like yeah. the, uh, the old Big East did in the mid-'80s with, like, Georgetown. Uh, I forget who, Villanova and somebody else. It'd be awesome. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of lot of uh, Peronis riding on, on this one. Yeah, R2, the one seed. That, that, was, that was a big W for Ducali. It was. They didn't. No respect for the uh, the pizza nachos. They they underestimated the power. Right, if I got one more message about the pizza nachos <laughs> on that thing, people were like, "But that's what the point." Of, I mean, that's what I would think your point is on that dish, right? Like nobody else does it, and it catches yeah. people off guard, and they're like, "Oh, what's that?" And they're surprised by, and they voted for it. So I think yeah. we got to do that, Mike. We get we got to get that on video. Oh, 100 percent. That's my go-to whenever I go to Dugali. That I've been getting that for years. I remember I I was living at. Uh, 130 Prince Street. So the closest place was Ducali and then Massimino's on the other side. Oh, yeah. And I'd be at Ducali with the uh, the Italian nachos there. Uh, speaking of uh, Massimino's, I think we awoke a giant. Big W did. for Massimino. Big yeah. W. Knew this was going on, and now he's uh, he's all about it because that's all I hear about in the last three days is uh <laughs> How am I need like an actual dish though of the veal chop? Like he sent it to me and it looked awesome, but it was just yeah. it, you know like this is in this is in front of the crowd, the tournament. So I need it like dressed around whatever he serves it with and all that. Um, yeah. That's my favorite dish at Massimino's. They yeah, beat. He's, uh, he's been he's an elegant guy who's been around for a long time. He's, uh, he's he does a great job over there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they beat Monica's Mike. Wow, beat him so. Yeah. Um, do you know any of the other spots still in the tournament, like outside of the North End, um, either in South Philly or? So I know Reno's obviously, right? They're still in it? No, Reno's lost to uh, Fox and Knife, I think. Oh. Okay. Reno, and she does a great job, too. That's a great restaurant. Yeah. Uh, 
spot. I got to go through the bracket. I've been really just Belichick style, just been focused on uh, what's in front yeah. of me. <laughs> focused on Strega. I'm going to put a schedule out too, so you'll know when the uh, when the date is. I'm sure everybody wants to. No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I'll put a schedule out and people get into it. So it's been pretty fun. I mean, honest answer though, like, and I think about this before I did it when the pandemic, but I was like, I just did it to show who was open. That's when I yeah. first started the tournaments. I mean, do you, as a restaurant owner, do you think it's a good thing? Do you care if, like, you – like, it's just Instagram, right? I mean, it's not like I have a million I mean, followers. It's not a big deal, so. I think it's – I mean, honestly, I think it's great. Even the way you do it at the end where, like, you just name the, the – Yeah. So yeah. that one, so it's like – it's not about who got beat. And, like, ultimately, like, you know, a lot – especially with the Yelp stuff, it's all kind of a crapshoot anyway because, you yeah. know, people aren't professionals and – uh, but I think it's a lot of fun, and you know, especially like you know, we're kind of in the the wheelhouse generationally. Like some of the people you know playing, like my dad, like you know, they're not really on Instagram. But right. those of us who are, you know, we're texting back and forth, and I think it's great. Uh, especially you know, after the year we've been through, just to have a little bit of fun and and you know, focus on the restaurants and the food and, and making people happy. That's what it's all about. If you win the trophy, would you display it in the restaurant? I don't you know. We'll see what the final uh, trophy is. I think the the bowl is more likely than the uh, the, the fork. I don't. That might scare people. And uh, <laughs> after a couple, well, <laughs> it, the, the sandwich is on display at Banderas, though, right, Mike? That's somewhere. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Oh, no, keep up where that thing is. It's already at the store. It's behind the deli. It's like, my, if that thing goes out of my mother's sight for like. An hour, she goes. <laughs> it's her number one possession. Like, like Phil said, after you know a tough year, uh, we were nervous last year, and it, honestly, that trophy means more than just the tournament. It really like kind of distracted us from everything that was going on, and like Phil said, it kind of got everyone together. Like now, all, I know all these different sub shops, whether it was East Boston or you know Medford or you know, different parts of, of outside of Boston are in, but, um, you know, it's now kind of a network of people that I didn't really know before. And it, and we got into it. Everyone was having fun and, you know, it was a nice distraction. Are you going to fire a plane? Like are you going to get a plane going over the North end? Or what well, there's no geographic, you know, advantages anymore because <laughs> he had like the entire South Shore to himself, right? Now, if it's just oh, a yeah. end. Yeah, he monopolized the Cape Beaches that weekend. Phil, yeah. Phil, that thing went from it went from like the upper Cape to P Town. It was yeah. like I was getting I was getting texted from somebody in Truro. They were he like, was going to the Flemish Capital Portugal. I mean, I, I like in a million years, I don't think I would have thought of that. That's that's brilliant. Congratulations, uh, Phil. I didn't even tell my parents I was doing it. They would have absolutely killed me. <laughs> they would have thought I was, I mean, they think I'm nuts anyway, but yeah. uh, I kept it to myself. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. I said, you know what? I'm going to just do it. We'll be talking about this for a long time, no That's matter funny. what the outcome is. There's this running joke that, uh, it's not a joke actually, because I'm going to get Mike a white fill for like food blogging. Have you ever, have you ever seen somebody food blogging in, in your restaurants with a light? So I, I'm not going to assign any names to this, but so we do this beer dinner, right? In East Boston, it's, it, we pair with a, a brewery every month. We used to do it every month. We've only do it, done a few since the pandemic, but so we like invite a beer blogger every once in a while. This lady came and like busted out this like massive light. Oh, yeah. and, like took like these <laughs> professional pictures. So uh, the pictures came out great. 
And so after that, I figured I gotta have to step up my game. So we have a little like tripod with a with a light that I bought at Staples. It was like twenty five bucks. Oh, I saw it. I, you sent me a picture of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but like this lady took it seriously. So, uh, uh, Mike, that wasn't even was like like three feet across. I don't know if we're gonna uh, go that big, but you gotta step it up. I mean, you take pictures I everywhere do. you go. Let's go, Mike. I, know. I really. Uh, I mean, I go out and I'm like, I I know that I'm just pissing everybody off. My girlfriend's <laughs> going bananas on me. Uh, all my friends are like, you're shitting me right now. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. And, uh, <laughs> You know, hey, everybody craps on it, but in all honesty, like, it, you know, when people go out to dinner and they haven't been to the restaurant, what are they looking at? Yelp yeah, or sure. now Instagram, right? I mean, no, Instagram. Now TikTok. It's all about TikTok now. Yeah, it TikTok's aggressive. It's aggressive. I haven't got into that yet. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, I can't do it. I don't know. I don't even know anything. About, I don't know how it works, but it's a local following, but um, I don't know. I mean, it, do, do you notice that difference, Phil? Like, like the food blogger pictures versus Yelp and stuff. Like it's a huge difference. I think it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, we've been very impressed. Like, you know, whenever we invite like a, a influencer or like a blogger in the pictures they take usually, you know, and, and they give us the rights to use them on our Instagram, which is really nice. Uh, it's part of the trade. So we get, you know, some great pictures out of it, which is awesome. So what do you, what do you suggest everybody like top two or three favorites at, at Lucia and, and Ducali? So Lucia is, is um, we have uh, like it's cut, it's not even on the menu. It's it's we run it as a special item. Yeah, meal so which ends up being probably the second most popular thing every week because uh, once somebody orders it, it comes out of the kitchen. It's this like massive field chop with a big bone coming out. Yep. Once that comes out of the kitchen, everybody in the dining room wants to get one. Uh, but the lasagna there is great. My, it's my grandmother's recipe. She's uh, her name was Lucia. That's where like the name of the restaurant comes from. That's kind of our uh, our flagship. You know, everybody we opened in 1977, and my dad started it. Uh, his brothers and his sister and my grandparents worked there for him. And you know, as the family's grown, we've all everybody's kind of gone on to open up their own restaurants, and it all kind of started with Lucia's with uh, with that lasagna. So. Something that's a very uh, important dish in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, Ducali, I mean, obviously the pie is the best thing there, but, uh, you know, the pizza nacho, the Italian nachos have been really popular since the beginning. Some newer things like the lobster arancini has been great. You know, it's a lot of like panini and salad, so we're really relying on those uh, appetizers for, for this competition. But Is your number one dish uh, or number one pizza at Ducali, is it that lobster one? No, it's too expensive to be the number one. Like, if it's not the cheese or the margarita, it's probably the polo pesto. But um, but we do a patate pizza with uh, potato, pancetta, and gorgonzola cheese. It's like out of this world. Yeah. Uh, and then the arugula is really popular too, and that's with um, like shea parmigiano, uh, truffle, truffle oil, uh, and arugula. So that truffle always gets gets the people going. We've been we're uh, my dad. On a truffle farm in Italy, so we get uh, our black truffles directly from Abruzzo. Truffles and uh, and olive oils, two things that like you don't really have to be there and you know tilling the land. It's kind of like low low maintenance, and Abruzzo is really known for those two crops. So now uh, now we're we're getting them right from Salmona, where where our family comes from. I like get a truffle from you. I'll obviously pay you for it, but like you get, can I if do you yeah, get? Yeah, the good thing about this is too like a lot it's of truffle plug. Yeah. <laughs> it's important, Mike. It's important. I know. I can tell. 
the truffle has a uh, like a half life of a few days so like the quicker you can get it and this is like we just throw it in in the uh, fedex thing and, it, and it's here in a couple of days so it's really the best way to do it and then we're making our oils and our uh, we do like a cream from you know from those tr black truffles so it's really fresh stuff usually when you buy uh truffle oil you got to be careful yeah no no like straight truffle on yeah the, no, this uh, is from, uh, from actual truffles there we go yeah 100 percent um and, and do you guys have that at which like whenever you do can you put it on lucia's page or story or something because i'm gonna go there that night so i need all right we'll let you know ahead of time awesome Appreciate end, of, um, end of november is the best time to get truffles all right um favorite sub sub or sub shop locally around here um D'Agostino's in winchester does a great job um the saloon maria in the north end does a great job I haven't been, but I heard um, what's Roy's. It's like unbelievable. I just haven't been. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Bandera's when everyone on the Cape is, you know, the meat. I'm not talking about the Cape, though. Stay on the mainland. We'll stay on the mainland. Um, <laughs> uh, no, D'Agostino's, I mean, they they yeah. they definitely made that bigger, right, in Winchester. I love their chicken. Yeah. Chicken salad is good. I love D'Agostino's chicken salad, but I always go Italian there, so. Yeah, no, they expanded. Um, so they're doing a great job over there. And then, um, oh, and uh, the the Maverick Marketplace, uh, what was it called? They do one with like a chicken. Meridian. Meridian, yeah. Meridian special oh, yeah. at the Meridian Marketplace is really good too. Mike, I think we got to go to Meridian. We got a lot of places. Yeah, we, we have a lot of things on our uh, list. But uh, Meridian's, Meridian's definitely up there. Could be happening sooner than later. Have you, but, uh, have you guys been to Cold Cut Factory in Everett? I live like right near it and realize I've heard good things. I think that's, yeah, I got to try that spot out. Uh, yeah, I was looking at their, uh, they they kind of just have a website. I don't even know if they have Instagram, but it's like a brick box building with like really not much signage. Which I, I think is awesome. The, the more of a hidden gem, the better in my eyes. Right, right. Um, and it's like in a pretty good spot in Everett from what it, from, I've probably driven by it 10 times. It's, and never yeah, I mean, it's kind of near Dom's in that area. It's not far from Dom's. You know, that's like Panadosi and all that. So, I mean, Phil, have you, have you ever thought about, as you see it increasing, like hiring somebody for social media, or I know it's more money if you could do whatever, but like, have you ever thought about that? Cause it is like a full-time job, especially as like the more you can leverage it, you know? Yeah. I mean, but it's like one of those things where like, you don't, you also don't want to be on it too much. You don't want to like give people well, too much stuff. Uh, Cause then they might not follow you or it, it and, and, and then there's like the whole algorithm thing. So like we use, um, we have like a marketing uh, she focuses on like digital stuff and like making sure that like search engine optimization and all that stuff is its own point. Uh, but you know, maybe one day when we get back to normal and you know, I can get an intern who can help me with this. The social yeah, media. get an intern going, you know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants to intern, you know, in the restaurant business. It might not be the smartest business to get into. <laughs> Gonna be some interns at Banderas this summer, Mike. I mean, yeah. how far are we from opening day? Three days, two days, four days? Uh, third, yeah, uh, four days away. You guys ready? Uh, we're, we're ready to go, honestly. We're, um, like you mentioned when we were chatting a little bit earlier, like obviously, help is, has been kind of a tricky thing to uh, 
you know, to, to get right now. So my parents got lucky and a lot of the people from last year came back yeah. and we've, we've kind of had, I mean, I think a lot of people are gravitating towards, you know, maybe spending the, the whole summer down the Cape versus going back and forth on the weekends and the kids, you know, not kids, but like, you know, 16 year olds up to, you know, 20 something year olds are looking for jobs, I guess. And, you know, we have a full staff, which thank God. Um, so compared to other years where really like rock ready to rock um, staff wise and the, the stores chock full of, of everything we need. So we're getting our, uh, our deli delivery. I think it's Wednesday and uh, everything else should, should fall. Soft, open, soft opening on Thursday and then, and then the flood comes. Yeah. I'll be down on Saturday. So I'll miss the, uh, any hiccups that might take place between <laughs> Thursday and Friday. Uh, it should be smooth sailing on Saturday when I arrive. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped for uh, getting to the Cape this summer. So I was thinking yeah. of going down there this weekend, but like it's too late, and I can't. There's there's nothing available. I can't do it. No, it's uh yeah, it's t- it's a tough spot to get a place to uh, to stay down there. But Especially this weekend, the, the pandemic ends on Monday, on Saturday. So officially, what time? It's like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the North End. I, I mean, I assume the North End was absolutely packed this last weekend right when it was so nice yeah yeah it's been great you know the, the outdoor patios are, are you know it's something that hopefully we could hang on to after all this stuff, stuff is done it's like it's like italy walking down the other street with all oh, yeah. the other stuff you guys got quite the uh patio over at lucia, lucia. finally you, you mentioned the lucia patio i've been waiting every every week get on about that uh, honestly i i'm like i'm right there every day i look over i'm like this is uh, like no one else has like a little courtyard. I mean, it's Tony and I mean, Tony and have... has the alley. Yeah. Or whatever that little, you know. Um, he did I guess a great job with like, that. The board eight that... looked great, and then, um, but we, I mean, we got really unlucky because we're across the street from a firehouse. But then we got lucky that the city let us and the church really let us do this thing in the patio. Um, so you know, it's hopefully something we can keep going. But um, but we've been really fortunate with that, and it's big too. And you know, up till now, we've had the right amount of space between all the tables which hasn't always been the case in the north end but i don't want to talk about that <laughs> yeah that's a whole nother battle <laughs> it's tough to crack mike's power rankings because he's kept what you, your number one hasn't changed in the past three or four weeks it's the dallas board or whatever oh for uh for patio rankings in the north end he oh, did a nice job that. with that with the wood and stuff he did really i heard what the bill was and it's it's quite a substantial bill but it came out great. Yeah, it's crazy. The cost of lumber really didn't seem to uh, affect their <laughs> patio building. Uh, that's that's, that's got to go on somebody's house when they're done with it. I mean, that thing is no joke. Yeah, it's no. It's, hopefully, some a lot of the stuff can be reused year to year. I saw you. Where were you today, Mike? You had a little espresso going, or would you have a cappuccino? Yeah, yeah I was over at uh, Cafe Vittoria. Um, yeah, I was with my uh, cousin Robert. It was, it was we had a little sit down. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, he, he just started selling BM, BMWs over in Sudbury, so uh, he's all excited about it. So we had a nice little, nice oh. little uh, cappuccino over there, and, and then I ran into uh, Mike Kearney over at uh, Cafe Amalfi, which is another. It's a spot I've never been. I don't yeah. know about Phil if you've been over there, but yeah. They have a nice yeah, they had a really nice little spot. I mean, there was everybody's like working from home. Like, seems like everybody in the North End 
you know, if you're, you're a working professional, you're still working from home. So you're really searching for that outdoor spot where it's not quite as noisy or busy as maybe Hanover street. So mm-hmm. that spot, everyone had their laptops out going to town. So, uh, you know, I snuck up on my buddy who was like in the middle of a meeting. So it was pretty good. You guys, uh, do you get like any Bruins crowd before the game or? Yeah, I mean, Ducali. Ducali, yeah. yeah, for sure. Something, it's funny, like, at Ducali, we do better with the Bruins and my dad, which is a little bit fancier at Filippo's, he does better with the Celtics. It's just kind of funny to, huh. to think about that uh, dichotomy between the fan base. Uh, and even, like, you know, at Lucia's, we'll do well with a game and we're a little bit farther away, but the whole North End benefits from those games. Um, so hopefully, you know, it's, what is it, Sunday is the first uh, 100% yeah. game? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. Um, last question is, um, and I, you probably don't care either way, but I, I need an answer somehow, some way. So, like, I'm going to do best of three series this round. So, like, one story I was thinking was an app, app versus yeah. app. Middle story is, you know, a main course versus a main course. And then third yeah. story would be dessert or yeah. espresso martini or tiramisu, whatever they got. What do you yeah. think about that or just, like, top three dishes? What do you – prefer or like better what ideas better what do you think i mean i think it's great to 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 have a different kind of spectrum of dishes so i think that's a good idea are you so it's all blind this time you'll just um and like out of order is that how you're gonna do it well i got i'm gonna actually say who's playing so like one story is gonna say lucia versus strega and then yeah. next story is not gonna have the names next to each dish it's just gonna be food versus food yeah Okay. Yeah. Someone. That sounds cool. I think, um, yeah, I think changing it up and having, uh, you know, something from the three categories, I think would be good. I wanted to do like show patio versus patio. That would get real crazy. But I also think it'd be really good for you guys, though, to show. It would be a contest. I mean, the cheers would win. Oh, maybe we could do patios. But the problem is, like, I can't get all these other places in like Cleveland. I don't know what's going on over there. So I don't know what <laughs> I mean. So I, I maybe I could do it for just the North End. I don't know. Yeah, I think or, that, that could be its own. Uh, that could be the August tournament. You need pictures. Oh, the patio tournament. Yeah. <laughs> just a straight patio tournament. I like that. Uh, Mike, we got to just take pictures. Or I, I got to get them. Or if you're there, like help, help me out. I need some pictures of patios. Yeah, I'll, I'll be down there. I'll take yeah. some pictures. Sounds good. All right, guys. So I appreciate you joining us. That was good. Uh, I mean, you know, guys, thanks again for everything you're doing. It's really, uh, it's cool to have, you know, all of us in the North End, we really care about our, our culture and this is what we do for a living because it's important to us and to, to other people around the world and the country, you know, that it's also important to them is really cool. And this community that you built is is awesome. So, um, so thank you for what you're doing for restaurants and for Italian restaurants and Italian small businesses and all that is, uh, is really cool. No problem. Thank you. We'll see you out there on the ice against Strager. Good luck. All right. Thank you, everybody. See you guys. Thanks.